because Emily Wheeler joins me once again live in studio. How are you, Emily? Good, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being back here. It's great. Uh, it's great to see you. Uh, you got a guitar that will factor into the show a little bit later. But first, just want to talk to you uh, a little bit. You, since we talked, I mean, I've seen you since the last time we talked uh, in the radio station. But since the last time we talked in the radio station. Uh, you have been part of two bands already, or more, but yeah. two that I've seen publicly. So <laughs> how has your uh, live music been going so far? It's actually been great. You know, we've been blessed with really beautiful weather, uh, save that really hot stint. Uh, this summer, not, not too much rain, so I've been able to do... I don't know, upwards of like 10 or 12 live performances nice. in the past month. And that's been awesome. Between be open mics, performing with my band Wild Columbine that performs music from like the late 1800s, early Americana. Oh, wow. Really nice. cool. Um, that's with Bill Furry, Sally Smith, Megan Thornberry. Uh, they were a trio. They welcomed me in. That's been awesome. Uh, I started a duo project with my friend Blake. Yep. Uh, we've been playing together since college. We do some indie, folky, bluegrassy stuff and then uh some some members from our old college bluegrass band the millican big bluegrass band have gotten together with a bass player nick shell um we have formed the band grandpa's hat grandpa's hat very nice and you guys just played your first show on sunday night we did so it's our first show under that name we, okay. we went as the red prairie ramblers for a bit uh because we had to put a name together for a last minute gig in in may and we found out recently, thanks to the Illinois Times calendar, that another band uh, with the daughter of Gary Harrison uh, is also named the Red Prairie Ramblers. Ah, okay. And uh, Red Prairie Dawn is a tune that her dad, Gary Harrison, wrote. So we gave them the name. We were like, okay. you know what? You guys deserve they this. Can have it. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to come up with a new one. And uh, Grandpa's Hat's actually based off of an old fiddle tune name. Oh, that's awesome, because that is that is such a cool-sounding, um, sort of old-timey sounding name. I saw that, and I'm like, Grandpa's Hat. I'm like, that's a that's like a fun name, but it also has that sort of uh, older-sided quality to it. Yeah, definitely. I, I think naming the band is actually one of the hardest parts. Like, if you guys all play music, getting together, picking your rep, rehearsing, that's easy. But you can you can sit in a room and look at each other for days trying to come up with a name. If you've ever tried to do it, you know. If you're trying to name anything, it's just ridiculous. But I can imagine naming a band because you have everybody there. But I'm just, yeah, I could. Um, I was in a, uh, I was in a band in high school, and well, what, we, what we, were you guys called? we last, well, we lasted two rehearsals. Uh, well, I was in two. One of them was called God's Revolver. Uh, the other one was called Pen Ultimate. And uh, <laughs> both of those are really good names, though. They like roll off the tongue in a way that. That band names have to. Yeah, but the, yeah. So those are. Oh, those are. That was, that was fun. I guess. So the last <laughs> was the, always fun. <laughs> definitely. I mean, there's something to be said for playing music with yeah. people. That's something that I missed so much during the pandemic. Uh, was was making. I was making music uh, on videos for my various church jobs because everyone was in their homes quarantined. But making live music with people is why I became a musician. And so to get to do that again has been soul reviving. It has. I mean, you know, seeing you guys out performing, and you know, in general. Uh, I know myself, I play the drums mainly, and I just now started going back. I mean, every, like, every once or twice every year, I would go to church and I would play in the orchestra. Creaster Christian? Yes, Christy, Creaster. Yes. Christmas and Easter. <laughs> Christmas and Easter. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, I've recently, there have been a couple of 
I've been able to play drums in a couple of things, and it's uh, it's it's fun to get back to that live performing because it's 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 you know I, I sometimes practice you know and because my drum sets in the basement, but my dogs one of them hates loud sounds, so yeah, I got to be Aww. careful yeah. playing it. Uh, so, but it's it's it is fun. It has been great getting back into some live performances just in general. I mean, you know, we have all as musicians and performers have craved that for a year and a half yeah. plus. And I, I feel like my standards for what I'm wanting to achieve as a musician have changed drastically. Yeah. I think back when everything was status quo, it was easy to just like look at a future and dream of the highest possible thing you could be, being on huge stages, having a big tour. But the quarantine and the pandemic have really distilled what I love about music. And it's not about the acclaim and it's not about how much money you can make and it's not about how successful or how popular you can get with your stuff for me now it's really about connecting with an audience and connecting with other musicians as a fundamental part of what keeps me alive yes no that is then that is so uh, that is so important because uh, one of my things with uh with performing also and i think it's you know i came to this realization at one point too it's like i love performing things that i that you know bring me joy that I like doing mm-hmm. and um, and then also that you know people you know people you have that connection as well and I, I think that's um, you know if you're doing it if you're doing something because you love doing it I think it makes it makes it all that much more better and more special for you completely completely I think I think audiences can pick up on that too yes the the integrity and the, the passion within the art making yes um, absolutely. So you guys will eventually, you will have a, a new gig coming up at some point. We'll make sure to let everybody know about that when that happens. But you yourself have a uh, venture as well as, um, and we've talked about this several times before, your voice lessons and guitar lessons. Yeah. So thank, thankfully, the pandemic uh, awakened in me a passion that I always knew that I had. I've always loved teaching, uh, but I never considered pursuing it as a means of income or or as like my full-time gig. And that's what I do full-time now is teaching voice and ukulele and guitar and getting to share what has brought me so much love and joy in in terms of music with other people and getting to know people through teaching them music has been amazing. Yes. That sound that yeah absolutely um and and what has the response been that you've uh, from uh, people that you've taught or people that you've you've shared this um around with people that you're doing? Um, I feel really blessed in that I have a good amount of students. Of course, I have room for more, uh, but I I'm floating above the water right now with the students that I have, and mm-hmm. that's really awesome. And I think the interpersonal connections that I develop with them because singing and playing music is such. A vulnerable thing, yes. Um, especially now that music has been commodified, and to to be a singer means to be good in the eyes of the public, or right. to be a guitarist means to be a good guitarist. And I really break down for my students uh, the fact that art art is something much bigger than good or bad. Art art really comes down to your expression, and so we talk a lot about who they are as people and what brings them joy and how they feel and how how things that they've experienced in their life can inform how they sing, how they sound, how they play. And that's honestly the biggest response I get from my students, which is humbling and an honor uh, that they say that they leave my studio feeling more confident, not just in their singing, but about themselves. And that's been the most 
the most that I could ever ask for. Yeah, that that is wonderful. People, I'm sure, definitely appreciate not, oh, you didn't immediately hit this, you know, triad immediately, you know, out of my studio. You need to practice. You know, <laughs> exactly. Because people, people can get turned off of music if that happens. I, honestly, I think I think professional musicians have all been there with, with different yeah. uh, educators. I've been really blessed um, with some really great music teachers, but I have been in scenarios where it's, it's get this right or leave. Yeah. And I think that can really kill any hope of artistic passion for a person. And so I do a lot of rehabilitation, especially with people who've been singing their whole lives. I have um, some some students who are about my mom's age, and they've been singing forever. And it's a lot of digging into past musical trauma and rehabilitating that. And that's been so um, sad at times, but really illuminating and hopefully healing for them. It sounds like it would be um, voice lessons, but also, uh, yeah, that uh, there's so much more to it than just learning the music. You really are making that connection with them. So if people are interested in taking voice lessons with you or guitar lessons, any sort of music lessons, uh, how can uh, how can they reach you and uh, get all the information they need? Sure. Uh, well, my website is Emily Kenning, K-E-N-N-I-N-G, Wheeler, W-H-E-E-L-E-R.com, Emily Kenning Wheeler.com. Um, Kevin, Kevin can post somewhere, maybe on his, uh, of course. his WMAY page. Oh, sure. uh, my email, which is Emily Wheeler Medzo at gmail.com, and uh, all the information you might need. Very good. Well, Emily, thank you for, for being here and talking with me. And we are going to take a short break when we come back. A bit of live music. We're going we're gonna to hear some of, the, some of the stylings of Emily Wheeler. It would awesome. be wonderful. It is the WMAY morning news feed post game. Filling in for Mike Winmacher is Kevin Hart. That is me. And just been talking with Emily Wheeler about her new band, her voice lessons and all of that. But we are now going to get into a little bit of live music performing here on the radio. Emily. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what are you going to be playing for us I'm, and singing for us? So uh, I'm going to play an original for you, and then I'm going to play an old favorite, a uh, little John Hartford. Uh, but the original I'm going to play first, um, and I wrote it back when I lived in Boston, maybe around January, February, and things were still bleak in the performing arts community, and I was like, man, should I really keep doing this? Um, and the cool thing is, now that I have seven months of perspective on the song, I'm, I'm glad I continued going. Very good. Yeah. So this one doesn't have a name yet. Okay. But if you have a name for it, send it in to Kevin. All right. <laughs> He'll let me know. Stars in my eyes, even when the sky's dark and gray smiling disguise cover up the doubting games i play even in the afterglow of an eminent affair progress at a so slow I inquire why I dare Am I dreaming irresponsibly If I'm losing every game Should I settle for stability 
would it kill me just the same? paper challenging enough when every word vanishes like vapor sounds like every song you've ever heard reaching out to touch the sun just to find myself in shade even though I've just begun, even brightest stars will fade. Am I dreaming irresponsibly? If I'm losing every game, should I settle for stability? Or would it kill me just the same? Reaching out to touch the sun Just to find myself in rain And even though I've just begun, I still wonder why I came, yeah. Am I dreaming irresponsibly? If I'm losing every game, yeah. Should I settle for stability? Or would it kill me just the same? Kill me, would it kill me? Would it kill me just the same? Yes, very good, very, very good. Thank you. Thank you. This All next right. one I'm gonna sing is a John Hartford, uh, made popular by someone else. Can't think of my feet right now. Okay, you're fine. And uh, this one's called Gentle on My Mind. Okay. It's known that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That keeps you. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. It's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds or the ink stains that are dried upon some line. That keeps you on the back roads by the rivers of my memory Keeps you ever gentle on my mind It's not planted on the rocks and columns Planted on their columns now that binds me Nor something that somebody said Because they thought we'd fit together walking Just knowing that the world will not be cursing or forgiving when I walk along some railroad track and find 
Joy moving on the back roads by the rivers of my memory. For hours you're just gentle on my mind. Though the highways and the wheat fields and the junk cars and the clotheslines come between us. Some other man is crying to his mother cause he turned and I was gone. I still might run in silence, tears of joy might stain my face, and the summer sun might burn me till I'm blind. But not to where I cannot see you moving on the back roads, and smiling ever gentle on my mind. Soup back from a gurgling, crackling cauldron in some train yard. Your beard, a rough and cold pile, and a dirty hat pulled low across your face. Through cupped hands, run a tin can, I pretend to hold you to my breast and find. You're moving on the back roads by the rivers of my memory, ever smiling, ever gentle on my mind. You're moving on the back roads by the rivers of my memory Ever smiling, ever gentle on my mind Yes, very, very, very good, yes Thank you so much